Welcome to Positively 365, a podcast by Joe Wattis. We wish to entertain, instruct, and motivate. If nothing else, hopefully we can entertain and inspire you to live a more positive life 365 days a year. We hope you enjoy this message. One Sunday morning, the pastor noticed little Alex staring up at a large plaque that was hung in the foyer of the church. The plaque was covered with names, and small American flags were mounted on either side of it. The seven-year-old had been staring at the plaque for some time, so the pastor walked up, stood beside him, and said quietly, Good morning, Alex. Good morning, pastor, the young boy replied, still focused on the plaque. Pastor, what's all this? Alex asked. Well, son, it's a memorial to all the men and women who had died in the service. Soberly, they stood together, staring at the large plaque. Little Alex's voice was barely audible when he finally managed to ask, Which one, the 9 o'clock or the 10.30 service? In 1974, Harry Chapin released the classic folk rock song, Cats in the Cradle. This heartbreaking song tells the story of a father and son who can't schedule time to be with each other, and it serves as a warning not to have messed up priorities. The verses start out with a natural harmony and depict the tale of a father with his newborn son. Although the dad gets the necessities of child-rearing accomplished, He doesn't allow himself to put in quality time with his son because of his career. Initially, this seems like no big deal because of his hectic life working and paying bills. The recurring verse has the son saying, I'm going to be like you, Dad. You know I'm going to be like you. Over time, both father and son grow into a switching of life roles. The father realizes his son's ambitions of college, grades, and driving, and wants to spend more time with him, yet he slowly grasps the reality that now his son has no time for such things. In the last verse, Chapin illustrates that the son is all grown up with a fast-paced job and kids of his own. In a glaring twist of roles, we see that the son now has no time to spend with his father, With a heavy heart, Dad realizes that his boy has become just like him. Priorities Having our priorities in the right place is one way to ensure that we will have no regrets in our life. We will explore this question of priorities in today's episode. But first, here is the trivia question for the day. Since we already talked about Chapin's 1974 hit, let's talk about 1980s music for today's trivia category. In 1981, Tommy Two-Tone released a hit song that peaked at number four on the Billboard's Top 100 chart. From this song, can you tell me what was Jenny's number? Stay tuned for the answer when we come back. 
Welcome back. Did you know the answer to today's trivia question? The question is, what was Jenny's number in the Tommy Two-Tone song? The answer? It was 8675309. Now, how many of you are singing that in your head? Unfortunately, the song does not provide an area code. It created a fad in the 1980s of people all over the country dialing the number and asking for Jenny. Many of those who had the number in every area code changed their number to avoid the countless unwanted calls. Now you know. As I see it, people have many priorities in their lives. Some of the things that many people cite as important to them include doing meaningful work, spending time with family and friends, caring for children, contributing to the community, being acknowledged by peers, living a flexible lifestyle, the ability to relax on a weekend, being an early adopter of technology or ideas, health and safety. One of the first steps when it comes to sorting out priorities is the ancient Greek maxim, know thyself. Know yourself well enough to think about what matters most to you. Determine your values. What are the things that provide you with the most happiness and fulfillment in life? Knowing yourself requires that you look internally and that you go beneath the surface. Don't think of what others think the answers should be and get to the nitty-gritty of what it is that really matters to you deep down. Are you having a hard time figuring out what your priorities really are? There is a very easy way to deal with this question. Look at your use of time. When we examine how we use our time, we see what is really most important to us. Where is it that you spend most of your time and energy? This is where the real self-reflection can help us. When we say one thing but our actions show something else, we have the opportunity to change. Do you say that you value time with your kids, but you always seem to be running to the next meeting? Perhaps the biggest waste of time in your life is mindless entertainment. You say that starting a business is a priority, but are you like the average American who spends almost three hours a day watching mindless television? Is television or surfing the internet really where you want to spend your time? If you derive great pleasure from these activities, great. Keep enjoying them. However, if you say that a bigger priority is developing a closer relationship with your spouse and family, then these activities might be holding you back. Even ostensibly good activities might be sapping time and energy away from higher priorities. Learn to say no when another committee meeting or bake sale commitment threatens your higher priorities. Look at where you are truly spending your time and then compare that to what you say is important. (laughs) 
When I think of these things, I am reminded of a quote from the great Chinese philosopher Lao Tzu, who said, "Doing nothing is better than being busy doing nothing." Let me repeat that: doing nothing is better than being busy doing nothing. Everyone these days is busy. However, if we are busy doing nothing, we are spinning our wheels and accomplishing nothing. At the end of the day, the year, our life, we have nothing to show for it. Take some time to examine how well your use of time meshes with what you say is a priority. If the two do not fit well together, then adjust your use of time, or your priorities. Live a life that is true to your priorities, so that you don't end your life in regret. The regret of a life not fully lived, the regret of the cats in the cradle and the silver spoon, the little boy blue, and the man in the moon. One day, a teacher cleared off his desk, and placed on top of it a few items. One of the items was an empty mason jar. He proceeded to fill up the jar with golf balls until he could fit no more. He looked at the classroom and asked his students if they agree that the jar is full. Every student agreed that the jar was indeed full. The teacher then picked up a box of small pebbles and poured them into the jar with the golf balls. The pebbles filled all the openings in between the golf balls. He asked the students if the jar was full. Once again, they agreed. Now the teacher picked up a bag of sand and poured it into the mason jar. The sand filled all the empty space left between the golf balls and the pebbles. He asked again if the jar was full. The students agreed that it was technically full. Finally, the teacher pulled out two beers from under his desk and poured both of them into the jar, filling the empty space between the sand. Now the students began to laugh and wondered how far this was going. The teacher waited until after the laughter stopped. Then he said, "I want you to recognize that this jar represents your life. The golf balls represent the most important things: your family, children, health, safety, friends, and passions. If everything else was lost, and only they remained, your life would still be full." The pebbles represent other things in life that matter, such as your job, house, car. The sand—that is everything else, the small stuff. If you put the sand in first, there's no room for the pebbles or the golf balls. The same goes for life. If you spend all of your time and energy on the small stuff, you will never have room for the things that are more important or most important. Pay attention to the important things in your life.
Enjoy time with family. Go to dinner with your spouse. Play games with your kids and grandkids. There will always be time later to clean the house or pick up the dry cleaning. Take care of the golf balls first, the things that really matter. The rest is just sand. You are dismissed, he told the class. As the students left the classroom, one student shouted out, You never mentioned what the beer represents. The teacher smiled and said, Well, I'm glad you asked. The beer just shows that no matter how full your life may seem, there's always room to have a beer with a friend. Thank you for joining us today. Please consider taking a moment to like, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. You can also connect with us and join the conversation on Facebook. Just search for Positively 365. We would love to hear from you. So until next time, stay positive today and every day, 365 days a year.